No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Hey, welcome to No Thanks Needed. I'm Mike Van Acker. I'm a stand-up comedian. I run trivia shows. I talk on the radio sometimes. In fact, this week, I did all of those things, including raising some money at some fundraisers. One for a charity called Headspace, which is a young person's mental health foundation. They do great work. And another one for Movember, where we raised some cash as well. All good. Also did some work around my house. I'll tell you about that in a tick. But first... No Thanks Needed News. Well, Australia seems to be on top of the coronavirus. That message hasn't got through to everyone, though. I saw a guy walking past my house just before. It's a hot day here in Brisbane. It's 36 degrees or thereabouts. And he's walking past my house wearing a mask. And I thought to myself, surely he's not worried about the coronavirus. And it turns out he was just on his way to hold up the local bottle of. That makes much more sense. Well done, son. No thanks needed. Sport. Well, it's cricket season, everyone. As we speak, the Australia v India One Day International is about to start. There's nothing I love more than cricket season, and I love it when Australia plays India. Our team wins sometimes, the Indian team wins sometimes, but the Indian fans always kick the Aussie fans' ass in terms of enthusiasm and volume. I was at the Gabba one time watching a T20 And I have never heard such noise as I heard from the Indian team. Every time one of their team did anything at all, anything at all, they just went ballistic, cheering, clapping, making noise. They love it. Having said that, there's nothing quite like the air of disappointment that they carry when their team loses or is about to lose. It makes for a very awkward trip home in the Uber, but for me, it's totally worth it. (laughs) No thanks needed. So I've always been into fixing up my house. Well, I have been ever since I got off the rental roundabout a long time ago. It's my house and I'm working on it. I like it. And when I bought my first house with Drea back in the day, geez, that's a long time ago now, 12 years ago, I think, she seemed to assume that because I was born with a willy, I know how to paint shit and fix stuff. And I think that's because her brothers, Michael and Steve, and her father, Jeff, happy birthday, Jeff, by the way, are all very capable dudes. So uh, she sort of expected that of me. And surprise, um, I had a very steep learning curve at the Manly West house. It's the first house we owned. And the bug I picked up for renovating there has pretty much stayed with me at my current house, which is in the working-class suburb of Kalanga. Kalanga, tough suburb, but that's where our house is, so we're working on it. We've always got a couple of projects on the go. Right at the moment, I'm working on my lawn. I had my lawn cored and aerated the other week. I'm trying to get it looking great. I'm dangerously close now to yelling at the neighbour's kids to get off my lawn. And if that happens, I'm only one small step away from putting my jammies on at 5pm and turning into bed right after the news. God help me. Anyway... I've painted the whole house here at Kalanga, inside and out, uh, including hand-painting the bricks on the outside. And in every case, our renovating projects start with Drea saying, hey, you know, it would be great. Now, if I didn't want to get involved in another project, I know that Drea saying, you know, it would be great, is my cue to bugger off. Just get away, pack a bag, get out of the house. Because it always means work. And the work is never just the job that she says first. Because our house is probably 30 years old and has had no love for a lot of that time, every job I do shows up the area next to it or around it, and that place needs something done to it too, and and around we go. And every year around this time, I hit the renos especially hard because my house is the house that hosts Christmas for my family each year. Why? Because I have a pool and I have a Drea, and she is a design genius and she makes things look good. She's happy to do it. Anyway, the point is, I always have a Christmas project or two to do. This year, we worked on the pergola area. My pergola is a nice space. It's got a bar, more importantly, a bar fridge, and it's very nice at night, but it's hot as hell during the day, to the point where you just don't go out there when the sun's up. 
The pergola project started because a while back we went to the markets and Drea picked out a wooden frame. Okay, this frame's about two meters long, maybe 60 centimeters deep. It's a wooden frame with a wire backing. You hang it on the wall. It came with little boxes to put plants in and those boxes hook onto the frame. Looks nice. Anyway, we get home from the markets that day and I go to hang the frame up on the lattice in the pergola and Drea says, you know, it'd be great if you painted the lattice first. And so it began. I painted the lattice, which is arguably the most horrible painting job a bloke can give himself to do. Although, if you've been paying attention, you'll notice I didn't give myself that job to do, but yet there I was doing it. And when that was finished, the lattice next to it looked unfinished. It was crying out for paint as well, so I did that too. And then Ms. Wouldn't It Be Great said, how about you do the pavers? The pavers, you know, just stain them charcoal. That'll be great. So I water blasted them and then I painted them. And then Ms. Wouldn't It Be Great said, why don't you paint the bricks? Just in the pergola area, just the bricks. Not the mortar, just the bricks are nice white. So I did, trying to think of the name of the paint. Surf mist, I think it was. Anyway, basically white, if you ask me, whatever. So then, anyway, I painted just the bricks, like she said, but then I painted the mortar because Drea thought it would look good. And it does. I'm not actually complaining about any of this because every time it does look great, Drea has great design ideas. I am merely the humble labourer who implements her vision. And um, speaking of visions, when the coronavirus hit, and both Drea's work and my work were cut off overnight, Drea said, I'm going to make succulent arrangements and sell them online. And it's one of those conversations where I am eternally grateful that I didn't say what I was thinking, which was, uh, really, uh, I really can't see that taking off because I would have been so, so wrong about that. Drea has been growing succulents as a hobby for a year or two. She's turned it into a part-time business that she runs in addition to her full-time business. But now her part-time business is getting as busy as her full-time business. So I'm going to go work for her part-time in her business. Do you follow all of that? Anyway, we've registered the domain name crazysucculentlady.com.au and we will eventually get a website up just as soon as we get a break from selling stuff online via Facebook Marketplace. Uh, it's pretty crazy, to be honest. Anyway, back to the house. I went on to paint the entire house one brick at a time and don't even start me on the mortar, but it's done now and it looks great. This week, we finished the pergola. Like I said, it was hot as hell out there, so we decided to replace the roof with this UV repelling modern stuff, replacing the old roof sheeting that I think Noah used on the Ark to keep the elephants cool. But before we could replace the roof, we needed to paint the rafters, and so I did. It took most of last week, which was a surprise to me. You look up at them and you think, how long could that possibly take? Couple of hours with a roller, a little bit with a brush, done. Yeah, no, nah, wrong about that. It took days. Because it's get up a ladder, paint a bit, get down, move the ladder. Get back up the ladder, paint a bit, see you missed a bit on the last bit, get down the ladder, move the ladder. Anyway, it's done now, more or less. I keep seeing little little patches of white coming through the uh, monument colour that we've painted it and going, oh, I've got to get the ladder out, go touch that little area up. That's my life now. Yesterday, my chippy, his name is Steve, and he's an absolute weapon, shows up to put the new roof on. I ordered the materials from Stratco, and I'm delighted to say I got it right. I'm surprised by that. I think Steve was too, and I'm sure Darren, the bloke from Stratcoat, Virginia, who took my order over the phone, <laughs> will be absolutely stunned to hear it. I was on the phone to him like, hey, mate, just need some roof stuff. He goes, oh, yeah, what type? I go, oh, you know, I'm just replacing what I have up there now, but not transparent. And also, if it could be heat resistant, that'd be tops. And there's a long pause. And the only part of the conversation I was confident about was the colour. And that's because Drea picked it. But anyway, I got it right. I said to him, well, I want this roof sheeting. And I picked it off their website. And he goes, I need the, I need those nail screwy attaching things. And there's a sign. He goes, yep, I know what you mean. Okay, good, good. I said, what's that thing that goes over the top of the peaked roof where it meets? He goes, a ridge cap. I go, yeah, let's have one of those too. He goes, how long? 
I'm not sure. Uh, get seven meters. I think it's only five and a half. We'll cut it down. And I can see this guy was going, this guy is an idiot. And he's not actually wrong. Saturday morning, Steve shows up. I was waiting for him in the front yard with my little work shorts on and I was wearing my tool belt. I have a tool belt, <laughs> which I now know builders call a nail bag. I have a tool belt that, belt that someone gave me a whole bunch of years ago. I think it's a joke. But anyway, I was standing there wearing it when he drove up and I'm pretty sure he would have just kept driving if not for the fact that I live in a cul-de-sac and he'd have to turn around and drive right past me as he left. <laughs> so then he came. Ives is labourer for the day, and it's fair to say I don't think I inspired a lot of confidence in Steve. There were basic jobs I'd offer to do, and he'd look me up and down and go, yeah, nah, mate, I got it. Not good for my confidence. But even Drea was impressed by Steve. At one point, she yelled out at the kitchen window, would you like a drink, sweetheart? And I said, oh, no, thanks, babe. And she said, I was talking to Steve, actually. Thanks, babe. Anyway, five or six hours at Steve working hard and me watching on, hopefully hoping he'll give me a job to do soon. And the new roof is on. It looks great. It's way cooler underneath and I'm really happy with it. And that to me was the end of the pergola. It was finished. It was done. Thank you, linesman. Thank you, ball boys. But this morning, Drea and I were out in the pergola just having a look. And she pointed up at the eaves, which is this old, faded, creamy color. And she said, you know what would be great? Yep, so once I finish recording this, I'm off to Bunnings to buy paint for the eaves. And it will be great. No thanks needed. That's it for No Thanks Needed this week. Couple of quick shout-outs before I go. Shout-out to my boy Jake, who is going for his P-plate driving licence, I think on Wednesday of this week. Good luck, buddy, and also happy birthday to my beautiful sister, Dr. Elizabeth. Good on you, Lizzie. Happy birthday. Folks, thanks for listening. Tell your friends about it. If you can, share, like, subscribe. I know most of you don't do any of those things, but they say in all the podcast kind of articles that you should ask people to do that. So I've done that. So that's good, isn't it? Chat to you next week. Bye. No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Produced by the Podcast Boss.